Hey guys, welcome to episode 13 of the Blockchain Bandits podcast. You're here with me, Jeff. Myself, Courtney. And me, Andy. And this week, we've got some juicy topics. Obviously, the main one that a lot of you are probably thinking about is, you know, the prices are crashing. Why? What? what what's going on? That's probably the one that's on a lot of people's minds. But there are other things going on, such as... Uh, central banks creating their own cryptocurrencies. The Bank of England have actually started putting out some content about how they are looking into cryptocurrencies and creating um, their own and blockchain technology. Uh, Venezuela have basically started, well, look to start their ICO, um, <laughs> which is crazy. Um, also, we'll be looking at, uh, what else are we looking at? Oh yeah, regulations in the cryptocurrency market. How are they going to affect you? What are they going to affect? And um, just the scope of them, essentially. But we'll get into that later. We'll explain. But yeah, firstly, I think the one that everybody wants to talk about is probably the crash. Um, Yeah, so what's going on? Why are prices crashing like this? Um, What's what's everyone's opinions? Why do you think this is happening, guys? I don't know, I just think really it's just the phase. Um, you know, there is a good potential that we can see, you know, over the next however long that this will continually happen um, in terms of phases of it, you know, dropping and then going back up. You know, until cryptos are like not a fad, you know, and people don't really care about them anymore, I think you're going to see such volatility until the, the market can totally stabilise itself. But I think you've got so many different new people getting involved, um, people getting out, getting in, you know, you're going to get that volatility and it being a crash is a, a bit subjective, I guess, you know, um, we're seeing that all coins pretty much are dropping. Um, but, you know, I think the ones that aren't really that great are the ones that are being hit the most. Um, and I think the most, uh, you know, key kind of coin would be Bitcoin itself, um, you know, where people are seeing, you know, vast drops in Bitcoin and, you know, it's causing such panic and mayhem. Um, but it's all based on a lot of FUD and people just being really unsure of, you know, where the crypto market is going, especially as it's quite new. So, you know, I think we went through last year, right, at the end at least, of all this increase in, in, in the coins, yeah, and everybody's like, yeah, you know, crypto is where it's supposed to be at, blah, blah, blah. And then this drop is just like, oh yeah, it's the death of cryptos now. Um, I think that is just being widespread panic. It's breeding that widespread panic. I mean, you know, it's um, you know, causing people to think, well, you know, if it's dropping, it's dropping. Oh, I'm getting out. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, and you can't really see the potential of it going back up. You know, especially if you bought high. You, you bought high and then 19k or something like that and you're seeing it drop down now and you're thinking to yourself damn it's not going up again <laughs> like i might have cut my losses and i think you're going to see so many people en- you know exit in the market because of that reason you know rather than you know maybe you everybody entered really low and then they're seeing profit it's just a bit profit you're losing it's not that i think it's really digging at people straight into their hearts yeah i agree i think that i agree with everything you said i also think that the cause of this, I think this there's a there's a huge there's a lot of manipulation. There's always been ma- manipulation, especially in Bitcoin, but um, there's huge institutional pressure, and I think it's shaking out the little guy. Um, there was a one point where the cryptocurrency market was going crazy, 
with any little news event, any little partnership that was mentioned with any coin, like it would send it launching. Now it's just totally resistant. It will just keep falling no matter what good news comes out. Lightning will come out, all these other things, partnerships. Like Ripple's been saying, like coming out of partnerships here and there. Um, other coins as well and there's been absolutely like no <laughs> reaction in the market and I think it's just institutional pressure uh, the futures market as well and uh, the, the Bitcoin futures play a part in it as well um, markets being shorted at the moment and it's to me I just see it as the best time to be looking to buy it's just a matter of where um, it's bearish as well for now but I don't think it's completely gone I have my, this is just my personal opinion, so I don't take it, like, my word for it, um, but, um, I think there's still, there's still potential downside, but, um, whether it'll be sustained, we'll have to see certain levels have to be broken, but, um, yeah, um, I think the cryptocurrency market at the moment is, well, you know, what we was, we've spoke about this loads of time, remember when Bitcoin was at the top, we were saying we feel, we feel uncomfortable yeah, yeah. with the way it's growing, yeah. and now you guys know why we were saying that like it, it you can't have that sort of growth and it not be balanced out by an equal movement or something you know at least 50 percent to that growth you know what i mean so um it's it's just uh one of those situations where there are going to be people at a loss at the moment and jumping out the market and there's going to be a lot of fear and we know what fear does in the market it sends it going down but there's opportunity in that, um, but you just got to be very careful. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you. Obviously, you, I'm sure you guys remember. Mm. We also said that in the, back in December, when the futures were announced by CME, mm -hmm. said that a lot of people are going to be shocked in terms of the whole institu um, institution, mm. uh, basically institutional money flooding into the cryptocurrency market and Bitcoin yeah. market, and uh, two months later now about yeah. two months later now here you are <laughs> um like um it's it's a crazy time and there are obviously there's two different scenarios in terms of where it is it's bearish mm. which is if it's going to fall and drop um and people are going to start selling or bullish where it's like recovering and we'll we'll see the um the green percentages we did of december mm. but um obviously as, as Jeffrey said, certain um, certain prices have to be broken. Uh, I actually had a discussion with uh, uh, Naz in the chat beforehand, and then after I talked to you guys as well, mm. and we were saying like, uh, right now Bitcoin's in a bit of a falling wedge, um, which again, I mean, it's, it's, it's clear to see. Um, however, like the again we're not financial advisors but this is just a technical analysis uh, like um some of us have found that like around 12 grand or 13 grand have, have to be broken mm. meaning like it would have to stop like at the moment current moment it's um it's it's going it will recover and go up a bit but then it will drop even lower mm. and it's lower lows yeah um it would need to recover past um it's coming low and not go lower past yeah. that so people are holding on and watching the charts like hawks because if it continues going down there's prediction it's, it could go to um, where we were at back in back in June yeah which is a massive drop mm. um, 
but if it does break uh, 12 to 13 grand then I, I, I can't call it like yeah, yeah, but yeah. It, 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 that is when we will transition back into to bullish, bullish. Yeah. Um, but yeah this this is this is the volatility of cryptocurrency for you guys mm -hmm. the people who joined in um, in November and December when we were seeing a lot of uh, uh, basically it was just kept going up upwards mm. and we hit, we were beating a grand every week yeah maybe two grand maybe three grand every week yeah well, this, this is the reality for you guys. Yeah. And it will drop faster and it, will, and it will play with your emotions and it will try to recover. But yeah, this is a this is the market for, uh, market really. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely uh, agree with you there. Like this is the market and we all knew what it was gonna, well, we didn't know exactly what was gonna happen. But we all knew there was gonna be volatility. There's going to be, um, you know, crazy sort of movements in the, in the market. And you should kind of be prepared for that because if you see crazy movements upwards, you should be prepared for the same thing downwards. You know, um, it's just it's basically just like it's common sense, really. But you know, people get caught up in the hype, they get caught up with greed and other such things. So um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's true. Like um, I think the same kind of people will, you know say to themselves you know I, I, i've been greedy I've, I've i've earned enough i need to now profit take and they'll take their time to try and move out of the market until pretty much the market hits, hits its like equilibrium point you know we all understand that cryptos move on a basis of supply and demand so i think you know you know if you know the basics of economics and supply and demand there's always an equilibrium point um, I, I believe that this is kind of a moving thing when it comes to cryptos though it's not necessarily the same kind of equilibrium point that you have to you know rely upon but you know until bitcoin gets to that mark where you've got people that will rely on the price and say oh, that's a good price to buy oh that's a good price to sell right now it's overinflated, um and it needs to get to that point where it's not overinflated. um and i think that's what we're moving towards now um despite you know people that are losing um uh, also in the market right now i don't think many people are gonna buy just because if you keep seeing that red line going down you're not gonna you're not gonna buy because you're gonna be too worried that you buy at that stage and it's just gonna keep going down and, and that's as simple as that really what's that quote from warren buffett again um he said <laughs> that buy when everyone is selling and sell when everyone is buying essentially so he said or oh, when there's fear um that's basically when fear you should the streets, yeah, it? yeah exactly yeah. when it's fear in the streets you should be calm and composed and that's when you should be looking to for opportunity essentially but obviously the majority of the population doesn't think that way <laughs> you're just going to see that and you're going to get scared yeah especially when you're not like financially savvy so you know you can't blame a lot of people no one's an expert in everything you know but i'm a firm believer if you're getting into it you've got to learn about it so but then again, we're not financial advisors, you know, just saying. So there you go. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But yeah, um, another thing that could be affecting the cryptocurrency market and the crash is um, basically the um, regulations that are looming um, across um, the cryptocurrency market. So governments have been speaking. Theresa May recently spoke about it. Uh, we spoke about this last week in the podcast like she spoke about you know looking at regulation and certain coins are going to be more affected than others um from what we're hearing is that um if a coin is more like a security um a security which is in terms of a tradable asset 
in terms of like or you can have an oil security or gold you know um some a financial security not a security coin but financial security um it's going to be more susceptible to these regulations um mainly because it's going to have to follow the rules of like the fta and and you know legislation and uh, and has to be in line and a lot of these coins um aren't in line because it's it's been a, a regulation free market they've been kind of doing whatever they want um but on the other hand there will be some coins that'll be safe and those are the um utility coins if so a coin the utility which is something which is a coin that is used mainly within a certain decentralized app instead of you know being used as like a um like it's it's only being it's like a think about um if you went into a fun fair or go to Disneyland, you change your cash into Disney dollars. Disney dollars will only be used in Disneyland. You can't leave Disneyland and try and buy like your groceries with Disney dollars. That's what utility tokens essentially are. You can use them within that app and nowhere else. And because they're like in app um, modes of transaction, they don't really come under the security um, bracket. So. Yeah, they'll, they'll be pretty safe. It's just something to bear in mind. And I think the cryptocurrency market may be um, wary of that at the moment, and hence the drop. Well, I think we always argue both sides of the point of view in terms of regulation. And I won't go into too much deep depth in, in terms of that. But I think the fact that it won't really affect utilities, in effect, wouldn't you say that's more of a safety... Well, not a safety measure, but um, it means that the market's going to be safe. What I mean by that is the regulation will impact all, you know, the ICOs and these people that come in and actually try and sell you something that doesn't really amount to anything. The white paper is a piece of shit. And you kind of look at it and think, what the hell is this? But then people invest in it because it's, you know, a dream that's been sold. Um, and they're normally securities because, you know, for some reason, shape or form, these people, you know, will allow their tokens to be traded across, you know, Ethereum, wherever it will be. Um, but then if you have a utility, technically the tech behind it should be really good. Um, otherwise you're not going to buy into it at all in terms of using that particular token so in effect in a roundabout way it's actually kind of a safety move if anything but I guess you know it all depends on what regulation does you know if you look at regulation in general sometimes it benefits you know the general consumer sometimes it doesn't um, you know it all just depends on what the regulations are really about yeah it does it does really depend on how hard they go on the cryptocurrency market mm. in terms of regulation and um if you were to ask my opinion in terms of how hard it would be it'd be it'd be it'll be pretty tough mm. because again if you look at the cryptocurrency market and we know for a fact and we discussed it a lot of times that like, um even uh, uh vitalik said himself like 90 percent of the icos out there are are, are, are scams yeah. and um because what they're doing is they're using the whole hype of um, these new initial coin offering ICOs to gather up as much money as possible. Yeah. Um, which again, like, in, if you're if you're starting a new business, fair enough. Yeah. But um, is it necessary? Is it necessary? Exactly. Um, so the, it's it's going to be these securities are getting here because also you, we we have to take into account that. Securities are in in direct competition with government bonds, yeah. and government bonds tend to be very low risk, uh, you, uh, low returns. Low returns, exactly. But when you have cryptocurrencies, while offering maybe like in a month you can make over a hundred percent, let's say at times, 
Um, maybe more, maybe less, mm. but you can make more money than you're making off of government bonds mm. uh, just for a bit more risk. Then you have to, then end in some places difficult to tax, yeah. then governments are going to be on to like cri- cryptocurrency. So it's going to like, honestly, it's going to be within this year. And we've said this before. Yeah. Um, what else? In, in terms of the utilities, yeah, utility tokens and uh, utility coins and ICOs. Um, see, they, like ones I can think of, for example, is like um, um, EOS. Mm. Um, like they, their their product is on top of the Ethereum um, Ethereum network, mm. and they they basically make um, they basically make the whole creation of decentralized apps. Um, easier mm. for developers and now if you hold a bit of EOS mm. will you be affected like um, and I would say with regulations even though uh, utilities won't be affected uh, as in, we've said that because uh, they're not exactly security and overall yeah mm. because the fact is when people see that regulations are coming and regula- when regulations do hit whether you're security or not, mm. um, the, it will be a red day, yeah, is what yeah, I'm saying, yeah. for the cryptocurrency market. Utilities might not get hit as much, mm. but they're, they're not going up. Yeah, yeah. But whether I think it's a good thing or bad thing, I, it, again, it's very dependent on yeah. how hard the government goes on, sure. onto it. Yeah. Um, and in terms of UK government, <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm not optimistic. Oh uh, yeah, they're tough on everything, especially with the Brexit and stuff. And if you could look at the media rhetoric in terms of cryptocurrencies being a scam, they're just trying to justify their tough, their exactly. tough outlook on it um, down the line. Uh, so, yeah, that's definitely something that you need to be wary of. But we don't know the details of the regulation, and I don't know whether the regulation from the EU will affect us directly you know with the whole standing between britain and and how that will look out in the long term for the uk but we're speaking from some of you guys might not be from the uk so it might be a bit different where you are and um the regulations might not affect um you guys you know you might just stay um with the current system uh, um which can be a benefit and and uh it could be a bad thing as well um because depending on the regulation, how it's built, like Andy was saying, um, it could either stifle growth or help it. And they did say they wanted to let it grow for a bit, but we'll see. We just don't know what um, these guys want to do. Um, but what we do know what they want to do is start creating their own cryptocurrencies. Um, the Bank of England has put out some um, content speaking how they're looking into doing that and looking well they they spoke about it before um when was this november november, november yeah. yeah and they're you know they're taking steps forward in in terms of doing that um looking into blockchain technology perhaps creating some sort of e-pound as um courtney's um called it um which is like a, a digital or cryptocurrency version of the, the british pound at the moment and um yeah eventually um, that comes along comes with a lot of benefits and it also comes with a lot of negatives as well and disadvantages but one of the benefits is that they'd be able to prevent money laundering a lot easier to be able to track money a lot easier um, and transactions um, obviously all the benefits of blockchain technology will come with it um, the other downside is that well depending on your point of view is that it will be obviously a lot more centralized um, 
how whether you know transactions will be faster and you know for a government um and depending on what sort of monetary policy they put out um whether it'll be mineable or there'll just be an unlimited amount we'll see if it actually ends up being better than fiat or not um uh what do you guys think about um I don't know. Uh, this this topic is 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 juicy one. I think personally, if I just go really high level, um, we in 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 our economy at least anyway, the way we see money is actually quite digitized, if I could say that. Um, in terms of we um, you know transact pretty much digitally digitally already you know please tell me how many of you that actually you know takes out their wages and week by week spends it in that in that way you can yeah, really yeah like we 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 don't really see money yeah you know we we always see some number in the bank system and we suggest that's the amount of money we have um and i don't think in terms of us anyway it will work any different to that um, you know, it's already illegal to have a certain amount of money in your house anyway. So I think this is just, you know, the natural order of how things have been moving for a very long time. It's just the fact that they're using cryptos. And in my, in my opinion, they're going to be using cryptos to kind of, you know, build it into our culture, our way of living. And it's easy to do that without having you go, you know, well, without saying you're not allowed to use cash anymore. It's all banned. It's easier to slowly wean into us so we actually think you know what if we actually use cryptos oh it's so secure it's so great and you know all the benefits of it you know not you know remembering that it's actually centralized still um you know so how much of it is it is it like a decentralized cryptocurrency mm. you know it's questionable so like i think it's, it's that's that's the motion anyway and that's the movement um loads of benefits and loads of drawbacks um i think i think personally you know how i see it i'm a bit worried if I'm honest, I'm a bit worried about potentially going fully digital because I think we lose a bit of um, or get desensitized to what the value of money really is. Okay, now naturally it's going to be based on what products we can get and all the rest of it and the exchange value of that, yeah. But who's actually had like a credit card before or or even sometimes just using your bank card and, and it's some um, contactless and stuff like that and you start f missing out how much money you actually are spending. You know, if you have something physical in front of you, you can actually see that going down. Um, I guess you can see the number in your account going down. But I think if it's a common place that we have all of our funds based on, you know, the cryptocurrency, technically you would be kind of having to be checking figures 24-7 just for you to have a full kind of reality based on what you're actually spending. Which, again, I think um, I'm marveling the, 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 the kind of concern there mm. yeah good point like uh yeah in terms of like the whole um digital currency and the uh, psychology of money we've discussed it before yeah. and again like uh Courtney just touched up on, on, on it again um i i generally do believe that in terms of uh like digital currencies um and governments it's not an issue of uh if it's going to happen it's when um there are a lot of benefits um, and again, we've touched on it. Uh, we've, we've talked about it before, but just to touch on it again, uh, your like, it will stop counterfeiting. It will stop. Um, uh, like, it will be lower fees. Um, it, it's just a bit more fluid. It's a, it's a bit safer. Um, 
because you're not exactly carrying money. Yeah. Um, however, in terms of the risks, which there are risks, we have centralized. Uh, again, our money is already centralized, mm-hmm. and people can just hack into the, um, the uh, like Bank of England, for example. But yeah, it, there's still that risk there. Mm-hmm. And then there's the obvious potential that a lot of people might not believe in cryptocurrencies, yeah. and they're gonna like, there could there could be a potential of a bank run, and a bank run is when a lot of people try to take out their money at once, yeah. and that causes, that that, that, that that when when a lot of people go to the banks and try to take out their money, uh, the way banks work is they they, they can't use money for other people's money. They use other people's money, mm-hmm. um, so when they run out of money, and the bank owes you money. They say, "Oh, we can't pay it," yeah. and the government has to pay itself. Yeah. Uh, has to help the banks out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it does take quite a lot of power away from the potential. Take a lot of power away from the the uh, the banks. Not so much the central banks, but the banks. Mm-hmm. Um, which, in terms of um, economics, is something scary and uh, for the government, central banks, yeah. and the bankers. Which is why. Um, the Bank of England brought up out the discussion of a digital digital currencies. Mm-hmm. They're calling it a CBDC, mm-hmm. uh, Central Bank Digital Currencies. Yeah. That's the acronym for it. Uh, they they brought out the discussion in November to discuss the pros, the cons, how to uh, best bring it out, uh, how to best um, use it. Yeah. Which again, discussion is good. Yeah. Um, a bit annoying that like it it, it wasn't so like publicized um because I, I i still think a lot of people in the public should should read this article yeah it's only about what eight pages long document they yeah and it's out, really yeah. interesting mm. um but yeah like it's it's some it's some in- interesting stuff and again a lot of um other countries as we've discussed before are already making uh moving forward towards that such as the central bank of sweden mm. Um, have already considered it. Uh, Uruguay have yeah. already begun testing the Uruguayan uh, peso, mm-hmm. um, and obviously we've talked about Venezuela. Yeah. But you know, we we all know how Venezuela be moving. Exactly. Um, well, which is uh, brings us to our next topic: yeah. Venezuela's cryptocurrency. Um, they're launching their ICO, and um, it's supposed to be backed by gold, oil, diamonds, and something else. I think. And but there's several issues with this. Um, one being which which we discussed before we came uh, was before we started um, recording. Uh, the they basically their cryptocurrency is divisible by into one million bits, just like satoshis in Bitcoin. But that wouldn't work out for them if it's being backed by you know physical assets like oil which is like 60 60 around 60 dollars a barrel um i don't know it just didn't make any sense it seems like it's just a way for them to get funds for themselves um by just launching an ico and it i think it will work people are gonna buy this and but at the same time is as they're saying it's a way for them to you know get around the sanctions that have been put on them by like the US and uh, and other and other things. But really, in the cryptocurrency space, you don't want a dictator be releasing an ICO. It makes the space look bad. Like coming along, going yeah, I'm getting on this cryptocurrency thing, yeah. But at the same time, he's <laughs> he's um like Andy told me earlier, like doctors in Venezuela aren't allowed to declare people dead from starvation. 
because obviously they're starving their people and they just don't want it to go around that you know they've got these huge stats of people dying from starvation so if someone dies of starvation they've got to say something else um, as a doctor or Disgusting. they go to prison yeah and so that's the sort you don't want that in the cryptocurrency space but um it's gonna happen <laughs> but i feel like the media's gonna spin it and you know make it seem like the whole cryptocurrency space is like scummy um because of this but at the same time it's interesting because uh, i think also as well i just thought this maybe that's why the bank of england is keeping quiet about their own because they don't really want to be associated with you know venezuela's actions but sweden have been very open to it and they're, they're very open to they want to put all their um um uh the, the id of their populace onto the blockchain and you know they're open to it but as for the venezuela situation it, it seems a bit it's obviously sketchy it's not an ico that i would want to invest in um but obviously you guys have your own free will but it just seems a bit it seems a bit dodgy to me yeah I, you know my opinion is most likely just it's some sort of money grab really by the government of venezuela um you know <laughs> that's that's it really um but you know in terms of the, the benefits of it you know questionable um i, I just think government shouldn't really be trying to really start their own bitcoin um i don't think that's necessarily what people actually would want from them um but then you know there's already people going against what he's trying to put through you know the opposition already suggesting that he shouldn't be actually doing what he's doing um and i think it's for the people of venezuela to you know suggest whether or not that's what they would want or 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 so yeah it's, it's, it's kind of down to them um to stand up and say no or say you know what, that's not too bad um you know it is down to them at the end of, at, a, at the end of the day it's like uh, for us in the uk the bank of england do what they're doing i think you know it's up to us really to say you know what we don't want that or we do want that um naturally i think the natural order of things you know dictates that things are going to happen the way that they want it to happen anyway um and i think they'll just do that through you know conditioning us like i mentioned a bit earlier but um yeah you know uh that's my opinion on it really yeah um in in terms of venezuela uh, i feel really strongly about the whole situation there like i'm as a, as a lover of like geopolitics like I've, I've been following the venezuelan situation quite a lot um I'll say this bit first. Um, as a socialist government, um, it's a good thing in a way that they're trying to use technology technology to rejuvenate their country mm. and um, basically trying to get money back into the country because, uh, like, the fact that it's it's falling apart. Mm. Um, so, you, uh, using cryptocurrencies, which is something which is innovative and uh it's, it's a big it's a big bet they're doing and in my opinion it's a pretty good bet in terms of getting money yeah. however and it's a big however how can you trust a man who's taken venezuela as one of the richest south american countries well to be fair it was it was a guy before him mm. One of the richest uh, um, South American countries. 
to one what's fallen to ruin and people are eating off the streets and dying again from starvation kids like mm. how like how can you trust a man um, especially a communist country like uh, I'm not, not going to get into politics mm. but um, it's very tight circle mm. so I'm sure they're going to be eating very well yeah, once this petro uh, petro goes it goes into circulation what will this do for the cryptocurrency market well that's a good question mm. um, where, like, there's there's 31 million people in Venezuela. Uh, that's quite a lot of people, yeah. <laughs> and um, it like, I I think a lot of people will try and invest into it because they'll see uh, they see it as a good bet. Because mm. in terms of your 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 buying it, uh, like you're going against because it's working against it's actually petroleum and oil, yeah, yeah. Um, diamonds mm-hmm. um, and other resources. What uh, what Venezuela has, mm. um, so it it could be seen as a good investment. But uh, it just in, for me is in terms of morals. I don't want to want to support the yeah. regime. But then again, like you could you could also say, well, you're helping Venezuela. Yeah. You're you're helping the people of Venezuela. Mm. Um, I did have a quick look at the, like I showed you guys as well a quick summary of uh, the whole Petro white paper, mm. and um, they 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 like it doesn't seem like they thought about it too much. Mm. So, in, in my eyes, it is seen as a money grab. Mm. Like, it's kind of little things, for example, they've got 100 million Petro will be created. I'm just reading this, uh, this extract here. Mm. 100 million Petro will be created, like Bitcoin. Mm. Such, um, each Petro will be dis- divisible into 10 million parts. But given that the token is designed to hold a relative stability against the price of, uh, price of a barrel of oil, eight decimal places seems like yeah, overkill. It's, it's not needed. It's a bit silly. Yeah. Um, like even in their uh, in their white paper, they they like uh, they they showed graphs and uh, uh, percentage gains and volatility of Bitcoin, Ripple, and Ethereum of twenty seventeen. Yeah. Like, okay, fair enough. There might be people who've never heard of cryptocurrency mm-hmm. markets in Venezuela. I mean, they've they've had a hard twenty seventeen. Like, yeah. like so. Fact is, maybe they weren't following the market, so mm-hmm. it's there. Mm-hmm. Like, but. Don't do that because yeah, I mean you're yeah. selling dreams. It's like, true. Why don't you show them what's happening right now? Why exactly. Exactly. Um, so again, like I'm, I'm on the. Fa- I'm, I'm, I'll be watching it closely. Mm. I won't be investing personally, mm. but I will be watching it closely. Um, at, for for the people of Venezuela, I hope the, their situation does get better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I uh, and in terms of what is going to happen, what's going to happen for the cryptocurrency market with with Venezuela bringing the Petro mm. and it being traded in the cryptocurrency market. I mean, there's going to be new, more people in the market now. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's okay, I guess, in a way, it's a good thing. Well, are they, well, you mentioned it was going to be on Ether Delta and yeah. uh, where else as well? Uh, well, because it, it, it's an e, um, ERC-20 token, yeah. which is it's, it's Ethereum-based, yeah. it's going to be on a lot of um, Ethereum-based uh, oh, okay. exchanges. So it's yeah, it's most likely going to be on, on a lot of like non-US exchanges. I see. Um, yeah. Also, I think US uh, US exchange, they have sanctions against. Yeah, they do. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then, you know, there's going to be more people in the market, and since it's ERC twenty, people are going to have to use Ethereum to engage in the ICO. Um, so you know, more people buying Ethereum, yeah. more people coming to exactly. the market. So, um, I suppose it has that sort of effect. Um, We'll just have to see how it plays out. It's definitely very, very interesting. You know, these these are like brand new, never been the f- done before, unprecedented like 
events, world events that we're seeing before our eyes right now. So it's a really good time to be alive. Technology is at the forefront of everything right now. Um, blockchain technology in particular. Sorry. Um, so yeah, um, it's definitely a, a great time to be alive and a great opportunity to learn because I know there's going to be other central banks looking at this thinking okay let's watch what they do let's see how they do it what things have they done right and what things have they done wrong exactly. and what, what are we so going to learn from it yeah uh, it's a big risk because mm. again like uh again the bank of england they uh, they did the good thing yeah they're the first they were the first central bank uh um to bring up the discussion mm. and, which is really good yeah and um and they did they didn't dive head first in okay they wanted they wanted different opinions yeah. whether this is right or wrong mm. i mean okay now with venezuela being the first mm. again there's testing elsewhere mm. um and it's it's coming out uh, the, the pre-sale coming out as soon as the 20th of february well, that's a very soon so soon yeah. um not in a few weeks yeah. uh yeah like I've, a lot of people will be watching this. i would not be surprised if it gets hacked it's erc20 so smart contract it's going to be smart contract based obviously in terms of like the ico mm. um the fact that it's come out so soon if it does get hacked that's going to be so embarrassing oh yeah and i, I think it's funny that <laughs> that a world currency is being based on ethereum like why not make your own chain like we were like i was saying earlier on like imagine the bank of england make their their coin on the on ethereum and mm. i found that hilarious and then that's what venezuela were doing yeah. so oh, personally i think that like if they're gonna do this stuff mm. if they're gonna bring out these um What's it called again? Uh, central bank digital tokens, so C CBDC. Mm. Um, don't do it without Oracle. Yeah. Um, yeah sure. Like wait, wait until um, the the tech guys who are the the whiz kids of blockchain mm. work on Oracle. It's it's, it's in the works. Mm. So um, I think Oracle is gonna be definitely uh, needed. Definitely, definitely exactly. needed. for definitely a central definitely. bank. Like. Imagine imagine the central bank losing all his money because it gets hacked, <laughs> yeah. and they can't even retrieve it or fix exactly. it. Exactly. Because they haven't got Oracle. Well, that's what Venezuela's doing that's right what now. They're doing, yeah, man. That's what they're doing. And <laughs> smart contracts can be hacked if someone makes one mistake. A hacker somewhere is going to figure it out and yeah. find it. And uh, we were talking about hacks earlier on. Yeah, we were, yeah. Like you said, they just know persistent tried loads of different methods and eventually they find one that works and then they steal they steal the money and that's what happens or someone might be playing around with the smart contract and lock up the money for a whole nation so um yeah it's it's crazy i deleted it do you remember that oh, meme? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. i think i killed it yeah that was with the um the parity hack mm -hmm. or yeah. Lock, yeah, the, the, um, yeah, when the money was locked yeah, up exactly. yeah 20 million yeah and someone deleted a bit of code or and was messing about and he locked up like millions it, that was crazy and it's still locked up forever so still, yeah, yeah. Wait, I think, I think if 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 one com thing comes out of uh, the CBDCs is security, um, security transaction speed, and you know, just that safety aspect really. Yeah. That's the most important thing. So I just hope that you know, with all these uh, governments and everything else, all these financial institutions, regulation, everything that comes out of all this stuff getting involved and jumping into the space is security. Um, and then really just appreciating the technology because this all really comes down to one basis and that's blockchain technology as much as you know the figures and coins and everything else um, come into play um, the most important thing is the technology and 
you know the benefits that it provides and, and that's the core fundamentals really yep yeah i think that was a nice way to sum it up Corey. yeah, yeah. Well done. <laughs> thanks yeah. bravo yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah is that everything for this week yeah, we, i think we covered it yeah, i think yeah. we've done it well, yeah, there you have it, guys. Um, Another crazy week. Yeah, no, I mean, the cryptocurrency, there's always something to talk about in the cryptocurrency space. There's always something crazy going on. It's such an exciting space to be involved in. Um, have some updates for you guys regarding some new stuff that I'm doing, but I can't really speak about it yet. But eventually, you guys will be in the know. Like, if I can, I will let you guys know everything. I can um, so watch this space you know um, some new updates and stuff but um, yeah thanks for listening guys um, let us know if you liked um, the podcast this episode um, leave some comments join the discussion let us know any of your opinions about anything we spoke about and if you disliked it please like if you want to dislike click dislike button and let us know why you disliked it and hopefully we can kind of improve going down the line but yeah, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next time. All right, take care, guys. Uh, catch you next time. See you guys next week. <laughs>